Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. If you're interested in multifamily real estate, but don't know how or where to begin, our guide on how to start investing in multifamily real estate breaks down everything you need to know about identifying good investments plus real world examples. Download your copy in the show notes or visit lifebridgecapital.com forward slash start now to start your journey in multifamily real estate. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Jamie Statmeyer. Jamie is a seasoned real estate professional with nearly 20 years of experience in the operations and acquisitions of commercial real estate and residential properties. He now uses his industry knowledge to help real estate companies become more efficient through leveraging technology. So Jamie, we talked today about how real estate has been so slow to transition with technology and just the huge need there. But he's been in real estate a long time, and now he has jumped over to the technology side of the business, but helping real estate companies through an investor platform that's been created that I don't see how anybody lives without them anymore in our industry. I know we couldn't now. It just provides that layer of professionalism and ease for investors that we just want to have for them. And so I know you're going to learn a lot about many things around technology today and investor platforms that maybe you haven't considered and needs that you didn't know that you have inside of your syndication business. Jamie, welcome to the show. Honored to have you on and get to meet you. I know you have a long background in real estate, and now you're doing something a little different now, but in the real estate field as well. And looking forward to learning more about that. I know it's going to be educational to the listeners. Give them a little more about maybe your focus right now and how you got there. So right now I work for a company called Agora, which basically is an investment management software. But my whole background has basically been real estate. And I love real estate and I love technology. And so where the two come together is something that I'm very passionate about. And real estate is an industry that specifically needs a lot of technological advancement. So I'm happy to be a part of that process, basically. So you were in real estate, though, for many, many years, right? Then tell me about why you transitioned to the tech side or maybe that thought process a little bit. Like you mentioned, I've been in real estate my whole life. And in real estate, things were always done a certain way. The deals are made in person. There's a lot of old school way of doing things in terms of commercial real estate. And so everyone was getting by kind of without so much innovation. And then slowly but surely, the investor base changed. And all of a sudden, we have these millennials that are getting involved in the industry, becoming investors, and the expectations are different. So it kind of forced the industry to move in that direction. And given the fact that there was so much need for for what's out there and and the expectations are there, it really, really pushed everything forward. And I was drawn to it because of my background in real estate about all the ways technology can help the industry move in that direction. Why do you think the real estate industry have moved so slowly to adjust to technology? Until recently, right? Where I think technology actually helped giving more people access to the industry. But in the past, it's always been multi-generational real estate giants 
that have been in the industry and they were used to doing things a certain way. And who were the new people to tell them that this is not the right way to do it? They're doing this for years and everything was working fine. So I think as the generations have moved forward and the children and grandchildren of these real estate giants either branched out on their own or brought the business to forward, I think that kind of started the transition. But that's, I think, the reason why it moves so slowly. It makes sense, right? I mean, I know of large real estate portfolios owned by families who have been in the family for 80 to 100 years, if a couple generations are on their third generation, I guess, actually managing it. And they kind of want to do it the same way grandpa always did it. It's kind of a big mental block. I've seen that. But just looking at it, I can see so many inefficiencies. It's just amazing how much income is left not being had because of those inefficiencies or the willingness to adapt to new technology that could help them perform so much better. So you recognize this need. And what about from your experience in real estate, what are some technologies that you've noticed that are just crucial now to operating as efficiently as possible, even outside of an investor portal? We'll talk about that. But anything else that over many years of real estate you've seen just happen that have helped you all to just operate better? There's so many things. My background is property management in Manhattan, for example. So in Manhattan, the way you have it is most buildings, especially like luxury buildings, they have doormen and there's packages. And I can't tell you how overwhelming it is for these doormen, especially around December time, right? When they get like an influx of packages, keeping track of everything, giving it to the tenants, making sure that everything is secure. So one of the first technologies that I was really exposed to was a technology at the time, it was called My Buildings. I think it was bought by a different company now. But basically, it was to help doormen and luxury buildings in Manhattan to be able to keep track of maintenance requests and all the packages that came in and really just keep everything organized so no one lost anything. It was really like out of desperation that this kind of happened. And there's also like, goes beyond that, even though this is not like, so, you know, technologically advanced, even something like a key track system, where instead of keeping 500 keys hanging in a key box, right, you have a key track system where you literally record the person's fingerprint, then the door opens, it's now logged on what they're taking, there's a little magnet on the bottom that you pull up the key. So now you know who took that key last. And when it goes missing, you know who to go to. And it's not just laying around for anyone to take in the office. It's in a locked box that could only be opened by a fingerprint. So that's another example. Obviously, keeping track of leasing, that's huge. I mean, before we had all this technology in terms of leads and leasing, and it was crazy. You'd write it down on a piece of paper. You have to remember how many times you followed up with the right person, take all the notes by hand, all while other people are coming in and you're like taking notes by hand. It's really very inefficient. There's so much more. There's there's water metering technology and investment management technology, and it really spans everything. There's technology to look for new real estate. It's really come a long way in the past 20 years. No doubt about it. I've not seen the fingerprint readers. That's incredible technology right there. You know, that's probably more property management focused, right? But what about uh, on the acquisition side? I know you were in acquisitions as well. Any tech that has helped in that space? The way it works with real estate, there's so much information you need to pull from everywhere. You need to do market research. You need to understand what your comps are. You need to understand lots of different little data points. And until companies started aggregating it, you'd have to go to these individual places. You'd have to get on the phone, 
call, which is it's still important to do, by the way, obviously, but technologies that aggregate information that's in a bunch of different places really make it much easier to research a property or a market when you're underwriting it. And even now, they've taken a step further. There's different companies that use AI in order to like automatically do a lot of the research for you. Instead of just aggregating, it takes it to the next step and does some of your work for you, per se. So that's really, really been very helpful. And I can tell you also, like even something as simple as Google Maps, like 20 years ago, you'd have to drive to all these properties. If you're looking at a property in a different state, I mean, you're literally losing so much time going there, walking the properties. Here, at least you could look around the neighborhood. You could use Google Maps to see what things look like, get an idea of the situation before you have to actually spend time to take it to the next level, basically. How do we live without Google Maps? Oh, my God. <laughs> just blows my mind. Ask somebody how to get somewhere, you know, and, and they want to give you the directions. I'm like, just give me the address, right? <laughs> just give me the, it's, It seems so easy now. But boy, without it, man, if that happens. Remember when you have to remember phone numbers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We won't be able to contact anybody. won't be able to get anywhere. Well, on that same note, though, you know, now you've moved in this field with Agora. And I think we should discuss it some because, I mean, we also use an investor portal and couldn't live without it now. It's kind of like Google Maps, right? And it's become that part of our business. But Agora, I don't know that I've heard of Agora. Maybe I have, but... I'm not as familiar anyway, but I'd love to just know a little more about Agora. If you are syndicating deals, if you are raising money from investors and funding through that method, a platform like this is just a necessity. I mean, it is so worth the investment. I mean, some people say, oh, it's too expensive. I can still do my Excel sheet. And I'm like, good luck. You know, there is just no reason to not use a platform like this. If you want to have a professional presence as well for your investors and then have a account where they can log in securely and sign documents, just making their life easier. That is our goal. And so we just love stuff like this. Give us a little about Agora, maybe a few things that stand out to you that Agora does or how they stand out maybe in that industry. Excellent. So you really hit on it perfectly. I mean, there's two sides of the story. It's the inefficiency on the GPs or the syndicator side, right? The doing everything either by spreadsheets, making individual phone calls, sending out individual emails, sending out all the documents individually to people is very, very inefficient. Whatever money you think you're spending on a software, you are spending more money on labor. There's no question. But it goes beyond that. It's the investors, right? The investors expect more. There's no reason why investing in real estate should be any different than logging on to your Morgan Stanley or your bank account. Why should you not log in, know exactly how much money you have, know exactly what went in, what went out, all the reports are there. There's no reason not to have that. And you know what? I can tell you, I've been in real estate companies for many, many years. What happens every single quarter, if you don't have a technology, you get calls from, I don't know, 25% of your investors. No one knows how much money they have. No one understands their returns. Everyone's like said, you didn't send me my K-1 from 2015. You know, And even just fielding those phone calls is crazy. And a system like ours, like our software, for example, you could raise for the whole deal. We have a CRM built in. You can keep track of everything organized in different categories. You can sign all the documents all online and you could generate reports, send out 100 K-1s with two clicks and sending individual emails. If you want to send a document out to all your investors and need to sign, it could literally be prepared in 10 minutes and then go out to everyone. You could send out emails that are integrated into your email system and into the system. It's really very easy. And even people that are using technology, let's say, to help them with this process, 
it needs to be aggregated and connected in one centralized location. Now, if you're using, you know, maybe something for your emails and something for your data storage and maybe you have a CRM. So you're now using four or five different technologies, but nothing talks to each other. So the most efficient way to deal with it is to really have one centralized system where it's accessible to your investors. It's easy to use so that they actually use it because if it's complicated, they're not going to touch it. And it's easy to use from your side and it just increases efficiency. Your investors will be happy, will invest with you more because you have such a simple process. You know, listen, the investors are not only investing their money with you, they're investing time and they want to invest as little of that time as possible you know, most of your investors have other jobs. Now, this is not what they want to be doing. They want this to be as smooth as possible so they can make an informed decision of where to put their money and then be able to step back and check in every once in a while whenever they want at their convenience. And I think also, like, it, it helps an operator to have such more an official presence, right, with your investors, right? They log into this portal. They see your branding. It's just so much better than Anyone that's been syndicating for a while, and if you can remember, like mailing documents back and forth and having to have them signed, and then it wasn't done correctly, and you're having to mail it back, takes all that nonsense out, right? As much as possible, as it saves, like you said, so much time. Would you walk me through a little bit how Agora does, say, because this affects the operator in a big way and his team, just because I know from personal experience, and the investor, just the capital raise process in a system like this, like, what should an operator expect when they're going to launch a new deal, new fund? They're going to send it out to their investors. Kind of what happens then? What does Algora do for them, the operator or the passive investor? It all starts with the CRM. So what you would do is, let's say you moved over to Agora or Agora would basically take your investor base. It doesn't have to be your current investors. Even if you have no deals and you're raising for your new deal, you take your list of 300 people with their email addresses, the people you want to reach out to. And then you're able to communicate with them through the CRM. Once you have an actual deal, you can gauge the interest. Maybe it's not a deal that's appropriate for all your investors. So you need to pick specific investors who you want to reach out to with this deal. And you can easily attach the investors to that specific deal and upload all the information into a data room for them to review and communicate directly with them for the people that are appropriate for the specific deal. But once again, it all starts with the CRM that helps you keep track of everything, keep everyone into categories. Because you know what? You're going to have investors that want a stabilized deal with quarterly returns and only want to be in it two to three years and want their principal back. You'll have other investors that you know are okay with doing a development deal where they don't see a single penny except a huge upside in five years. Those are not the same people and you should not show them the same deal. And it won't look professional if you just show them the same deal. You need to keep everyone organized. And also the guy who's investing $50,000 is not the same guy who's investing a million dollars. You need to keep track of everything, categorize it properly. And systems such as ours allows you to really keep track of everything and search with filters and really, really be organized instead of you know using a spreadsheet, which is not efficient and bound to have mistakes. And another thing, by the way, all the communication and documents that are you're sending now in email and whatnot, that's not a secure way to be sending very sensitive documents. So our system is fully encrypted and is very secure. And that's why it's important to use a system, a secure system, instead of doing what you have been doing, not you, but the majority actually of real estate GPs are using nothing. And I'm talking about multi-billion dollar funds and the guy just starting out. And you also touched on this a little bit before. If you're just starting out, besides the fact that you're probably just one person and you need to do everything yourself, this really makes you present yourself as if 
you are professional and you really, really know what you're doing. And that is very helpful, especially getting started in this business. No doubt about it. Such It's a must of an investment, if you ask me. You want to have that, I call it like a white glove approach for your investors. You want to make their life as easy as possible. And this is one way that, man, it just takes out so many things. I just think it also lessens the number of mistakes, potential mistakes, right? Between you and your team when you can automate so much of this process. What about the banking side of it? Have you all integrated that in the system as far as distributions or investing through the portal, things like that? Distributions can be made in multiple ways through the system. There's bank transfers. There's The system's able to produce a NACHA file, which you could then bring to the bank and have them do ACHs for you. There's multiple options with that. And in terms of doing the distributions and calculating it, you could either pull it directly from the system which the, with the data that's in there. But if you are really attached to spreadsheets, which I know real estate people love spreadsheets, and if you don't want to completely get rid of your spreadsheet, you want to keep just one, then you could actually drag the spreadsheet in and the system actually cross-references the information and allows you to input it that way as well. So it's very dynamic and it's meant to work for you, not you to work for it. That's awesome. Well, Jamie, changing gears just a little bit. I mean, just from your experience in commercial real estate just for many years, I'd love to know just your thoughts on an operator, maybe how you've seen this done in the past, but what's the best way they should be prepared for a downturn? Great question. You need to underwrite realistically. I mean, listen, you're on LinkedIn, you're reading the news. Things are going for crazy, crazy prices now. So you need to either be seeing something that someone's not seeing, have a specific strategy that's out of the box, or you need to be getting off-market deals, or you have to come up with some other way to be buying these deals to make sure that you're making the right thing. Remember, it really, really stinks losing your money. It hurts even more losing other people's money. So you need to treat that money really responsibly and make sure that you conservatively underwrite, right? Listen, I was looking at deals a few years back. I was underwriting cap rates going up, not going down. And they've gone like crazy, crazy down. And like, there is a limit at some point. This is not going to continue forever. And eventually, you know, interest rates will go up. You need to just take the whole picture into account. Are you going to be able to refinance when the rates are much higher with the same plan that you have? Selling it when the financing is not the same is not going to be the same situation. So you need to just be very careful. Know your plan, execute it, be responsible with your underwriting and really just make sure that you return the capital of your investors when you say you're going to. Under promise, over deliver. Yes, for sure. You want to return that capital at least by when you project it, right? Hopefully every penny of it. And then some. What about any predictions, Jamie, that you have for the real estate market over the next six to 12 months? Certain areas and certain markets are going to do great. I think you know you need to be creative when you look for deals. I think you need to Think out of the box. Think of cities that are outside of those cities that you're looking in. Because, you know, I can tell you now, like, for example, just to pick a market, right? I know Dallas. Dallas is super hot right now, right? I know people who are investing in Southern Oklahoma because it's close to Dallas where it's kind of right outside the market over there. And it's a very interesting area to be looking at. So I think things are going to continue to be like this until interest rates go up and then things get tighter. When the money is not as cheap, you need to save money somewhere else. And so it's going to be on the purchase price or something or on the returns. So things are going to change as the rates go up. But once again, you just have to be careful with what you do and make sure you're looking 
for unique situations in order to capitalize in this market. What's the way you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? In my life, in my career, first of all, I always ask questions to everyone. And I speak to people all day long in different areas of real estate. I love learning. And that is the way to grow, grow your knowledge. And that is how you'll succeed. Keep on learning from people. Don't be closed off. Be open to learning. There's a good chance that other people know more than you in certain areas that you may not be as familiar with. So just be open-minded with that and keep on learning, you know? Yeah, you said there's a good chance other people know more than you. I would say there is a great chance. (laughs) (laughs) I love what you said, though, like just constantly asking questions, right? It's a great way to learn from those other people who do know more than you and many other areas of business. But what about some daily habits that you are disciplined about that have helped you achieve success? I actually like waking up early in the morning. That's like a thing that I like. It's not for everyone, but my brain works clearer when there's nothing else going on. So for me personally, that's something that helps. And also specifically with real estate and you have a deal closing soon and you know there's a million things going on. You got to stay focused because if you do a little bit of everything, then nothing gets done. Stay focused. Know what has to come first and what has to come second and comes third. Finish the task and then move on to the next one. Otherwise, you're doing a lot of nothing. And how do you like to give back? In what I do, I speak to tons of people. Tons of people just trying to, you know, get the word out there about the company I'm working with and networking, just meeting tons of people. And it doesn't hurt me to connect two people who need each other. So this has happened so many times. I find people that are looking for money. I find people who are looking to invest money. I find someone who's very big in Phoenix. I have someone who's looking to get into Phoenix for a year. So I love helping other people because, listen, it doesn't hurt me. And it's a real good way to just get back, honestly. And it's just a nice thing to do, you know? For sure. No, that's awesome, Jamie. No doubt connecting people is a massive value. When you know there's two people that can add value to one another, you're adding value in a massive ways by making the connection. But grateful for your time today, Jamie, and get to know you. And it's really think about how real estate has adjusted so slowly to technology and some of the reasons why, and even some of the new technologies that just like the fingerprint readers and the tech around acquisition, some of those things that maybe people haven't thought about. But even Agora and thinking through a platform like this, an investor portal, and just almost the necessity of it now. I mean, personally, I just feel like it's a must. You know, if you're doing capital raises like this, you're working with investors and you want that professional presence with them. You want to make it as easy for them to invest with you as possible with no mistakes, right? And this is systems like this, just walk them through that process and is a place to store all those documents securely and just gives them some more peace of mind as well, which we want every step of the way, if at all possible. So thanks again, Jamie. Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. You can email me at jamie at agorareal.com. Check me out on LinkedIn also. You can connect with me there and you could also check out our website, agorareal.com. And I'm happy to speak to anyone. Even if it's not about Agora, I'm happy to talk to anyone about real estate. I love real estate. And I, like we spoke about, I love trying to connect people. So it never hurts to meet new people. You never know when you could help someone and when someone else can help you. So there's never a wasted call. There's never a wasted connection. And thank you very much for the opportunity to be on your show. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital. 
Making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.